Welcome to the Musa Stories Podcast, delivering short, compelling stories designed for children to discuss with their parents and for parents to discuss with their children. Ooh, there's a wonderful Musa lesson in the story of the war against Midian. So it's from Pashas Matos. Midian was an evil nation that lived far away from where the Bnei Yisrael were camping in the Midbar. They should have minded their own business. We weren't near them. We weren't bothering them at all. But when they heard that the girls of Moab were sent out to trap the Bnei Yisrael into doing Averos, the Midianim sent their daughters too. Why did the Midianim get involved? It must be just because they hated us. They hated Hashem and they hated Moshe Rabbeinu. So they wanted us to sin. That's right. The Midianim wanted the Bnei Yisrael to stumble in a nevera, to do averas against Hashem. Hashem said, we aren't allowed to marry non-Jewish girls and we aren't allowed to serve Avodah Zarah. So the Moabim and the Midianim sent their non-Sneas girls to trip us up. They hated us so much that they even sent girls from their most royal families. Deep down, no Yid wants to do an Avera against Hashem. But the Goyim, they entice us. They teach us bad things. And that's what happened. Those Goyesha girls tempted the Bnei Yisrael to do Averos. Hashem became angry at us because... At the end of the day, we use our own free choice to give in to those girls. But now, Hashem wants to punish the Goyim even more severely. The Midyanim are nothing but evil. So in this week's Pasha, Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu to go get even with the Midyanim, make a war, and kill them all out. But what did Moshe Rabbeinu do? He sent Pinchas to lead the battle, and Moshe Rabbeinu stayed home. And the Mephorshim want to know the most obvious question. Why? Why did Moshe Rabbeinu send Pinchas? One answer is because Hamaschil b'mitzvah oimrim loy gemor. Pinchas started the mitzvah of killing the Midyanim. Who did Pinchas kill with his weapon, with his spear? Zimri, the Jewish prince that intermarried with the Goyesha princess. She was from Midian, Kozbi Bas Tzur. That was a big mitzvah that Pinchas did. And Moshe Rabbeinu knew that it was only right to allow him to finish the mitzvah. Hashem said, don't just kill Kuzbi, kill all of the Midyanim. So if Pinchas began the mitzvah of Hashem, he is Hamaschil b'mitzvah. Oimrim lo gemor. They tell Pinchas, you should finish off that mitzvah. So Pinchas became the war commander for all of the Jewish soldiers. By the way, how many soldiers were there? 12,000 Jewish soldiers went out to fight. Guess how many came back? Guess how many came back? 12,000. Not one of our boys was even injured. And every last Midyoni man was killed out. It was a miracle war. And because it was a mitzvah war... Hashem was on our side. So of course we won. It was called Milchamas Midyam. But did you hear that lesson? 
Hamaschil b'mitzvah umrim lo gemor. What does it mean? Hamaschil b'mitzvah, someone that begins a mitzvah, umrim lo gemor. They tell him to finish it. Who tells him to finish it? Who's talking over there? So I heard in the name of Rav Auerbach, that's Rav Shlomo Zalman's brother, Rav Auerbach said, have you ever heard of this idea that when you do a mitzvah, you make kind of a malach? It's a mishnah in Pirkei Avos. lo praklit echad. Your mitzvah becomes sort of an intelligent creature that you can't see. But he's there for you. Well, if you only begin a mitzvah, this malach is only partly made. So the malach itself is telling you, finish me off, finish me. I want to be shalem. I want to be complete and perfect. Pinchas made a mitzvah when he killed Cosby. And that mitzvah was incomplete. So the maluch of that mitzvah was saying to Pinchas, Gamor, Gamor, finish me. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu let Pinchas finish the job and lead the battle against the rest of the Midyonim. Now kids, these days, it's very rare to have a mitzvah to kill someone. Ask your father or your Rebbe, to show you those few cases at the end of Shulchan Aruch Hoshim Mishpat. But there are plenty of other mitzvahs that come our way every day. For example, let's say your mother asks you to clear the Shabbos table. There are 36 objects on the Shabbos table, including dishes, cutlery, platters of food, and dips. Sure, mom. And you clear off the table. You made a malach. Well, most of a malach, there are still a couple of glasses that need to be brought into the kitchen. So if you just leave those glasses on the table, you won't be finishing the mitzvah. So the malach says to you, Ahuva, Gamor, Gamor, Ahuva, finish me. Don't you want to make a beautiful malach, a perfectly nice malach? Such a perfect malach will be waiting for you in Shomayim. And that perfect malach will be saying amazing things about you. So you finish clearing the table completely. And now the malach will proudly say in Shomayim, Look at me! You see how beautiful I am? You see how handsome I am? I am a malach of kibud avvoim from a Jewish person. Shomayim will ask, Really? You certainly are gorgeous. Who in the world made you? And that malach will answer, Ahuva made me. Ahuva is a real live tzaddikus, and I am the proof. But if you begin a mitzvah, let's say davening, and you don't finish it, let's say you leave before the end of davening, or you don't say the end tefilos, all of those malachim will be crippled, blemished, or missing limbs. Look, it's nice that you started a mitzvah, but everyone will see and everyone will know that you weren't so interested when an army of handicapped malachim march into Shamayim and claim that you made me. So here's the Musa, kids. Whenever you begin a mitzvah, remember Pinchas and remember to get excited to finish each mitzvah. Then you will have a whole army, troops and troops, of perfect-looking malachim in shamayim, smiling and proud to be yours. For more stories, 
visit the website, our website, MusaStories.com. And please, spread the news about this podcast. Oh, <laughs>